Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 98 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and I'm going to be joined by Brandon Cunningham, and we're going to talk to you about something called the push through. That sounds like somebody going through labor. It actually, it does sound like somebody going through labor, but in any case, uh, it's a, a topic or an idea we got from our friend Steve, and we're going to talk about it, and then hopefully we get Steve to come on board and talk about it with us because it was his idea, and he can give us all the little nuances behind it, share us with us his story and all that good stuff. But until then, you've got Brandon, you got myself. Here we go. Brandon, welcome back to your own show. How are things on Facebook? <laughs> I was minding my own business on Facebook. <laughs> During a live recording. Literally, recording? that's the opposite of what Facebook is. You're not minding your own business. You're paying attention to other people's Everybody's business. Everybody's business, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you noticed, uh, I started following a bunch of I guess conservative Republican types on Facebook, and you're like, "Hey, Jerry, you trying to, to rub off?" I know, <laughs> you trying to cause a problem on Facebook, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And you told me about, you know, all the folks I started following, and I told you about the new feature called Town Hall, and you can follow all the people who represent your area where you live. And so. I know our listeners wouldn't do it, but as 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 much as I love political debates because sometimes they're fun especially with stupid people but uh, i'm just kidding i really enjoy it when somebody makes a valid argument that does not in any way dissolve into you're fat and stupid and your mother's stupid and it's like you can do all of that without calling names but our listeners i believe are probably intelligent enough to to listen to more than one side don't just watch one channel don't even just watch two channels because some of them are all the same channel Get different perspectives, read some stuff. And all of that begins. And obviously I'm a pastor and I believe that you should read the Bible, but a lot of that as an American should start with read the constitution. Yeah. Don't let somebody else tell you that's not constitutional. I just heard an argument. We've got one going on here locally. This guy is city worker doesn't want to take a drug test because it's not constitutional. It violates his constitutional right. To and what? <laughs> I have no earthly idea, but I, th- I think the argument is search and seizure. It violates uh, his personal uh, space or whatever. And that's already been decided because the, the Supreme Court said that it does violate your uh, right, you know, your personal rights, but you also have the right to not work there. Yes. So the difference is, is I don't have, like, I can't kick your kid out of school because he's, you know, got red hair. That's discrimination. Yeah. He doesn't have the right to go to another school because the law says he has to go to that school. But where I work, my boss can fire me for not taking a drug test because he, I don't have a right to work there. Yeah. It's, it's a privilege, not a right. Yes. I can go work someplace else. That's totally irrelevant to anything, but yeah, because we're going to talk about is, something completely different. Go find out what the truth is. Yes, fact and check. Something you were saying in a previous episode about you know saying I can't versus you I won't. Yeah, and, and that's what we're really talking about today. Is is that push through? Is it really a can't? 
or is it I won't? Yes. You know, the, the guy that can climb that 20-foot wall and do the uh, the Ironman contest, it's like, well, I can't do that. Really? Because he couldn't either until he did. Exactly. So is it a won't or a can't? Yeah. And this idea came up while we were at Goliad State Park a couple months back. So actually, I think by then you'd already left and we were burning up all the firewood you left behind. Yeah, there you go. I brought a so, truckload of firewood for some reason yeah. in late May. <laughs> we had fire anyway. So uh, in any case, yeah, so Steve and I had a really good conversation. And at some point, uh, he started talking about having to push through your your own personal barriers and uh, actually get into that sweet spot of your dream. And then he turned to me and he asked me what my push through is. What's that thing you need to push through to get to where you want to be? And I didn't have an answer for him. I was like, mm. I, I don't know because either a i don't have that level of self-awareness yet or i'm in the process of pushing through it already and i'm i'm in that Uh, and so i'm like that's a darn good question i have to think about that and then he starts sharing with me some of his things that he's pushing through and it just made me think about you listening that you probably have something that you want to push through or are trying to push through there's there's like a dream you want to get to that there's something you're telling yourself, I, I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. And that that can't is something different for everybody. Um, like but, I can't be on the United States Olympic women's gymnastics team. I can't be on the men's either. It's not a sex thing. Yeah. I, just, I can't do any of those things. <laughs> That's a can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like you can't be on the women's team because – you know, biologically, you're not a woman and you, you don't identify as one and, and all that stuff. Uh, but if you were to say, I can't because it requires that you've got to go run every day. There you go. Well, get up. And run. Know, yeah, that, that's an I won't. I won't get up and run every day. And uh, I, I think it could also apply. That's kind of a goofy analogy that I made, yeah. obviously, but it also applies to work. A lot of people, uh, Andy Stanley just did a great pe- uh, podcast about uh, leading without the authority. And, and a lot of us will say, well, that's not really, I don't have the power to make that decision. I don't have the authority in that area. Yeah. And his whole concept of is it, what do you have authority over? And maybe it's a broom. Maybe it's one pencil and a piece of paper and nobody works under you. You're not over anything. What kind of uh, benefit to the company are you bringing with the authority you have? You know, if, if my only authority is over a broom, am I sweeping better than anybody else in this company? Am I, am I showing my superiors and coworkers and, and customers or whoever that I care about what I'm doing? That's exercising authority over what you have. And then you'll get more authority. You know, yeah. we, we've got to be faithful in a little to get a lot. So if you're not exercising that authority and you're just saying, I can't, that's not going to get you anywhere. Certainly not beyond the rut. Exactly. Yes. And, oh man, it's just, there's so many different directions you can go with this, but you made me think about a friend of mine who has worked in the food industry for pretty much his whole adult life. And I remember one of the conversations I had with him was around how he doesn't want to work in food service anymore. He wants to change careers. And, and I'd asked him, so what will it take for you to change careers? And he said, I can't because <laughs> I don't have the educational background. All right, so I asked, well, what would it take to get the educational background? And he, he didn't even say what it would take. He said, I can't because um, I work nights. Right. I'm like, so what would it take to take the classes you need to get the educational background you need? Like, what, what's the thing you need? And all he kept responding with was, <laughs> I can't. 
And I was like, man, so, you know, talking about push through, um, obviously the thing he needs to push through is his fear of, uh, the educational institutions. So what I realized over time was he wasn't confident in himself as a student. Mm -hmm. He knew to get out of the work industry he was in, he needed to go back to school. He needed to pick up a piece of paper that said he was smarter than people thought he was. The reality was that in his own mind, he wasn't smart enough to go back to school. And uh, so it was just easier for him to say, I can't as opposed to, I won't try. That's yeah. really key to the way you put that in his own mind. Yeah. There might not have been one soul standing anywhere near this person saying that he can't. It was all in his own mind. Yes. It's just too big a hurdle. Yeah. But if you'd have just went and asked the guy that, you know, lives next door to him or the guy at the, the taco place where he buys breakfast in the morning, he'd say, I'm sure he could do it. He seems like a pretty smart guy. Well, you know, yeah. you're the only one that believes this. Yes. And and one thing that I heard last night, I just thought was, I was thinking of it when you were talking. And uh, of course, we're, we're big, you know, military supporters and veterans and we, we love the military. But if you ever get really discouraged and you just know you can't do something, uh, I heard this last night on TV, go to uh, Google and just type in wounded warriors. Oh yeah. And, and, and it's not about the wounded warrior project or anything like that, but videos will show up of these guys and girls with no arm, no leg, no whatever, overcoming these amazing obstacles. And then he, he was saying, then just look down at your feet and, and let your eyes go all the way up your body and go, wait a minute. I've got 10 fingers, 10 toes and everything pretty much works. Yeah. There's no such thing as I can't. Yeah, there's a group of guys, in fact, that made the Spartan races popular. Uh, they are wounded warriors themselves, and they run this race as a three- or four-person team. One of them has, uh, I believe, no legs for sure and missing one or two arms. He's carried by another amputee <laughs> on on the back. Yeah. And uh, then they, I guess they switch off with a third guy who's also an amputee. And they're running all the obstacles together. They've got a rucksack on. So whoever doesn't have the guy on the back has a rucksack on. Yep. All of them are wearing um, protective masks, pro masks. So gas masks, for those of you who have no idea what I just said, gas masks. Yep. And, and they're wearing like full-on battle dress uniform and everything. And they're running this course in the mud and obstacles together as a team. And it's just uh, amazing. And you know, there's a lot of folks that would say, I can't do it because I don't have that. And they're like can't or won't and uh, absolutely you know there's a, a guy that we're hoping to get on the show and we're going to get on the show yes. he had a scheduling problem yes. so and so I'll, I'll be so excited when i'm going to geek out like crazy so you may have to take over when we start <laughs> recording uh, and that's uh, raymond ramos who was on the amazing race season 29 and i was listening to his story on another podcast that he was a guest and uh, he had been wounded in Afghanistan and I'm going to give you, give you a little preview. I mean, you got to come back in when we get Raymond on the show, you'll have to listen to that episode and hear it from him. Uh, but I just, I remember he had been wounded and his choices were to either hold onto his leg and try to rehab it. Uh, and you know what his decision was though? He, he decided to have it amputated to increase his mobility. Right. And when I heard him say that, uh, he had his leg, his wounded leg amputated to increase his mobility. It, it just, it, on a more metaphorical level for me and for this show, it just hit me like he knew if he held on to that leg, he would have to spend more time, more effort moving around. He wouldn't be able to be athletic anymore. A lot of his dreams 
would be dashed. Uh, he'd have to depend on other people more mm-hmm. often. And he said, you know what? I've thought about it and it's just better if we cut it loose, let it go. Right. And I'll just start a new life. And that's what he did. And I just thought how many of us hold on to something that is broken and dead and won't move <laughs> on. Like it will never heal yep. ever. And we still hold on to it. And, and that thing could be somebody's mortgage for a house that they just, they don't love anymore. They don't need mm-hmm. it anymore. It could be, or they can't afford it anymore. Could be a job. It could be a, a job. Career. I'm holding on to that job because of the prestige it brings me, or I think it brings me. Uh, in the case of my friend who is stuck in food service, yep. uh, not because he's literally like imprisoned to work in food service, <laughs> he's put himself in that prison, right? And you know he's holding on to it though because there's there's comfort in it, there's security. Like I can't let this go. I put and, all this time into my career. You yes. want me to start over as something else? And he's in a rut in that career. Like he's never gone higher than like a line supervisor. And so he's got to cut loose of something. I've told him that mm-hmm. like that might not, not Raymond Ramos. He's doing his own yeah. thing. And, uh, but my other friend that I'm talking about, uh, you know, I've told him a number of times, you got to cut something loose so you can replace it with something that's even better for you. That, that, mm-hmm. that, that time to invest in school, to work with tutors, to get that degree and then start getting the experience that you want to right. have and you know, you know we know so many stories of people who there's just that one thing holding them back and they're just holding on to what they perceive to be safety and some people would say and we know people exactly that would say this but i went to school to do this yeah you know i i got my degree in nursing or i got my degree in finance or you know i've got a teaching certificate i've been a teacher for 15 years now i'm my dream is to go start this business, but I would start over at ground zero at nothing. And I would give up all of this. And and the key that this whole podcast is about is you, you're not giving anything up. If you're not living, you're just hanging yeah. on to something that's technically already dead because you're living somebody else's dream. There are people out there that their dream is to be a teacher, a nurse, a doctor, a, a finance person, whatever it is. But if it's not yours, then you're living somebody else's dream. Yeah. And, and 30s not too late, 40s not too late, 80s not too late. You know, for you to start living is, is now you've got to start doing it rather than just wait. Well, you know, everybody will laugh at me. My whole family will be like, you went to, you know, Baylor and paid all this money for this education and now you don't even want to do it anymore. But this is your life. Yeah. And you only get one. And we're all going out of here the same way without anything and dead. So, yeah. you know, live it while you're here. You totally made me think about a monkey trap. And I forget which country uses this monkey trap, but it's it's one of those countries where monkey brains is a delicacy, and I, I, I don't know, it's too much like eating people. Like for Arkansas me. or something. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask Sean. It's, do you guys really eat monkeys in Arkansas? Anyway, um, so this trap, it's a, um, I don't know if it's a stump or a log or something, something heavy. There's a hole in it, and you can reach your hand in, and, but if you make your hand into a fist, you can't, you're stuck. Yep. And so these monkeys, um, they go to this, this hole because inside the hole are, um, I think it's like some acorns or nuts or there's some kind yeah. of food in there. And so the monkey reaches into that hole to grab the food. Well, then they try to they pull their hand out and they can't, they can't get their hand out and they freak out. They just pull harder and harder and harder. And they never realize that if they just let go <laughs> of 
whatever they have on in their hand, if they just let go of that little bit, mm-hmm. they can pull their hand out and they go live a happier, longer life elsewhere. But instead, they hold on to that little bit with dear life, and then some dude in, from a village comes up with a club, it hits them on the back of the head. Yep. Now that monkey's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so many people live like that too because they're just, I, I won't let go of good or or maybe even really good whatever it is yeah because if i did i would have total freedom i'd have awesomeness i would be able to live my life but i'm going to hold on to this even though i'm going to this ends in death you know and there's people it's like i always wanted to go see canada but you know i've never been on a plane and i don't know how to get a passport and i don't i don't i can't do this and i can't do that and it's like you're holding on to the security of what you know but you're losing something much bigger you know i'd love to go see the holy lands i'd love to go to italy or the eiffel tower or whatever it is but you have to give up you have to release something in order to go somewhere bigger we were just uh (laughs) talking to eric giuliani uh the other day on on twitter and he's finishing up his trip around the world and he is such a great story go back and listen to that episode we'll put it in the show notes what episode that is but he basically had to let go of what he was doing and where he was in order to live his ultimate dream of just traveling yeah oh yeah um i was just thinking about reading for example uh so jeff brown he's the host of the read to lead podcast and i've heard him say you know just i've not just heard him say it but i've heard a lot of other folks say it if you just read for 15 minutes a day (laughs) just read for 15 minutes a day you'll pick up so much knowledge to move you on to the next level of whatever it is you want. So read 15 minutes a day, any, any nonfiction book and you'll get the knowledge you need to go to the next level. I, I can't tell you how many people I hear tell me they can't find 15 minutes (laughs) a day. They can't, I can't get 15 minutes a day to read. I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, Or I hear, I can't read for more than a minute before I fall asleep. Right. I can't read for more than a few minutes. And I'm like, yes, you can. You just don't read when you're tired. Yeah. Or. That's what get, cocaine's for. I mean. <laughs> okay, maybe not. You're a pastor, man. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I those same guys, they're probably reading a magazine on the toilet. Yeah. And yeah. they all know what's happening on TV. They yeah. all watch the baseball game, the the NBA games, the NFL. It's like, don't tell yeah. me you don't have 15 minutes. Or I can't see the words on the page. <laughs> Wait, let me guess. You're supposed to wear glasses, but you don't. Yep. Yeah. But How'd there's you know? there's podcast. There's audible.com. Yeah. There's almost every book now has an audible version of it. Yeah. So if the it's fact, worth reading, right? Yeah. There's There's just no excuse <laughs> for not having that. Uh, so the push through is probably something that is a barrier to you and it's most likely a barrier you put up yourself because almost everybody I've talked with who has some kind of thing they need to push through. It is a self-imposed barrier. In fact, right. when Steve and I were talking, his push through was something that was self-imposed. Absolutely. And, and what's funny is not only does, uh, does he preach sometimes, but he's also a writer. He also sings yeah, and he speaks really for a living because of the company he works for, he's constantly dealing with customers and business owners and all this. So all we're doing is standing here in front of this microphone. There's nothing special about it. He's 
impose this barrier. And I love the monkey analogy because he's got his hand on what he thinks is the prize. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's stuck where he is. He won't push through. Yeah. And I guess for any of us, I mean, whatever that thing is that we need to push through, chances are it is a personally imposed barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for us, you know, it was like, can we sleep outside in a hammock? You know, can we go hiking? A bear will eat you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and we we pulled it off. Now, both trips, we've taken way more food than we needed. In both trips, we've really learned a lot that we can live off of less, carry less, and we can go further. But you have to push through that first barrier to see the second one and see the third one. But behind all of that stuff is the ultimate dream and the ultimate happiness of freedom. You know, you could say even, well, I'm, I'm too young or I'm too old. I was just talking to a, a friend of mine that lives in New York with his wife and they're having a baby here pretty soon. And he was talking about he's driving. I want to say, and I don't know if Eric listens to this or not, but correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say he drives about, three hours round trip to get home because he's doing this training thing and he could stay at a hotel but he's choosing to go home every night because he wants to be with his wife and the and the baby you know that's not born yet and uh he had had mentioned on twitter that you know of course it's kind of stupid i'm not staying in a hotel and i said no that that thought process will serve you well in life because you're choosing to do the hard thing to get the better thing yeah you know yeah you could sleep and skype and everything else but here you're you're going the extra mile because you want to build something, and and that and I told him I said I just love that I think that's the best way to be. Awesome. Any final words before we uh, head out of this studio? Don't press pause, press play, and keep listening because we've got more to say. We do. Yeah. On this episode? No. No, we're pretty much done yeah, here. Done but still, one. in another episode, we'll say <laughs> some other stuff. Yes. So, if you like what you heard in this episode. Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 098. That's right. We're just two episodes away from 100. So if you hear this in time, email us info at beyondtherut.com and let us know what you'd like us to do or talk about for episode 100. You know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it. We probably should have been saying this since like episode 90, 80, but hey, it's our first time reaching 100 episodes. So bear with us. And um, if we don't get around to it, well, maybe we'll, we'll save it for the next episode after 100, like episode 101. Uh, in any case, ooh, I'm thinking, you know, episode 101 should have some, like, cheesy, like, Beyond the Rut 101 type of title. No? Jerry just lost the momentum there. Okay. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going, man. All right. So we're so glad you joined us for this week's episode. And we look forward to spending time with you again next week on Beyond the Rut. And until then, go live your life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Chauvian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.